You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast sponsored by Go Proposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is Go Proposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardized pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck. If you're not using it already, I highly recommend you check it out. Just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the latest episode of the Bookkeepers podcast. Hi and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm here with Amanda Hutchinson. Hi Amanda, how, how are, are you? you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm really good, thank you. I'm really like it's so dark though. I'm like I'm really I'm like all the lights around me. <laughs> yeah, it's dark and it's cold. I I've had to pull out the thick fluffy socks just to keep my feet warm in the office. It is cold. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love a pair of thick socks. I'm like blankets everywhere. It's perfect. I think everyone's feeling it today. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to have a chat with you. We, um, um, Amanda is our photographer. She's taken the last couple of sets of photos that Joe and I have had for various reasons. And you came along to our next level retreat. Yeah. It was last month. And we yeah, had, a, yeah. I can't believe how quickly that's gone. I know, um, don't. It's going too quickly. I'm not ready. <laughs> Um, and we had a really nice um, photo shoot with some of our community who came along as well. Hi, everyone who's joining live. Get Hi. ready with your questions because Amanda is primed to take questions as well. Yeah, so that's the way. Absolutely. Um, Amanda, do you want to start by telling us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I run AKP Branding Stories. I'm a brand photographer. Um, so I work with business owners across all sorts of industries to create all of the brand imagery they need from profile pictures to sales page links to their social media any imagery they need within their business is basically what i create for them amazing and what um what kind of business owners do you work with because you came into our life through lisa johnson so yeah are you, yeah do you work with women or do you work with um like what kind of yeah what kind of businesses? short answer anybody i had a really interesting um shoot day last month where I spent the morning with a home organizer and the afternoon with a plastic surgeon so I work with such an array of businesses and that's what keeps it really interesting for me um I think it would just get very samey and very monotonous if I was always shooting the same sort of business um so it really plays to my creativity um, oh, so anyone yeah. Anyone, male, female, however anybody um, identifies, whatever their business is, if they've got a business and they need an online presence, they need some photos. Oh, I love this. Okay, so <laughs> uh, because I think we all find like, in our community, um, although we all are in the same profession, we're all very different kinds of yeah. people. And I think our experience of working with you is that you've asked questions that have really got us thinking where maybe we thought, oh, you know, photography, some photos, but actually it's more than that. Um, you said just now, anyone who needs to have an online presence needs photos. Yeah. Tell me about what kind of photos people need when they're starting a business or if they've, if they've been established for a while um, to sort of boost their branding. So everybody knows the headshot and they are, they, they make you think of those awful, really corporate, stiff, horrible 
headshots that usually litter LinkedIn as well. Sorry, LinkedIn people. There's an awful lot of very, very dry vanilla headshots out there. But you do need an image that will go across all of your social media platforms um, where you are looking and engaging with the camera. So it doesn't have to be boring and corporate, but it does need to show you looking directly at the camera so that you are engaging with the viewer and kind of drawing them into your world. Um, but you also need photos of you doing what it is that you do. So working at laptops, um, on the phone, kind of showing your clients how they're going to work with you. And then because in every industry, there are so many people that do what we do, they don't do it like us, but there are so many people to choose from. This is where you then need to start showing some of your personality and some of your passions. So if you have a love of shopping then having photos of you along a beautiful boutique high street somewhere would be great. If you are someone who is always outside in nature then having your shoot out in nature, walking your dog, you know, this is where you get to be really creative. You know, you don't have to just stick to what everybody else is doing. So when you, um, what, how, so there's a lot of stuff you can do. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can, so this feels, I can remember my very first photos that I had taken when I was running the bookkeeping practice. My friend, Joe, not the, not Joe Wood, a different Joe, um, was a wedding photographer and she had a, you know, she came over, she came over one weekend and I was like, Joe, can you bring your camera? I need some photos for my website. Yeah. So um, I was living in Bristol at the time and there's lots of like, really, interesting graffiti walls I work with lots of creatives so I was like Joe we'll go down this horrible cycle path alleyway with all of these <laughs> like graffiti um and I was like I know the lighting needs to be good I think the colors will be interesting behind and um somehow I I hadn't got my hair cut or anything Amanda those photos were still around and um I just I just had a baby I think I didn't feel very like confident in myself and it shows in the photos but yeah. she she did a great job for what I I thought I needed at the time. So I had a few photos. I put one on my website and um, I guess I probably cut my face out so it could be a, a headshot um, mm -hmm. and hadn't thought of it beyond anything like that. I didn't know what I needed to do with them. So lots of questions. Um, when we've got all of these photos, I think we'll go back to like, how do, how do we decide what photos or where to take them? Um, but where are we actually going to use them? Like we're, we're going to need a LinkedIn profile photo. Yeah. But what else do we need to do with them? Every touch point you have with a client is where you need to show your face and have a photo. So if you've got a brochure, you need a photo in there. If you've got a freebie that somebody can download, or if you are going for PR, chances are they're going to want some photos because we've gone past the days of um, publications sending photographers out when they want a story like we move too quickly now so you're much more likely to get featured if you can give your story and an image and make the journalist's life much easier um, if you are going for awards they might want a photo of you to put as part of their nominees or part of you know actually congratulations you've won here here is your picture so wherever a client is going to come across you so your website, social media, any downloads, brochures, even if you're writing white papers and you're putting an like about the author on it, then you need photos of you 
and those need to be consistent. Not necessarily the same photo across all of them, um, because you'll probably get bored of seeing the same image all the time, but they need to have the same kind of look and feel and editing style um, for that consistency, because that's what builds a personal brand. That's what shows people that um, you know, you're going to be consistent in the approach that you work with them, therefore they can trust you. And having those photos builds that know, like and trust because they'll start seeing your face over and over again. They get to know you through some of the more kind of lifestyle creative images and then that, that trust builds and then they want to work with you. Okay, that's interesting. The, cons the consistency part is really interesting because obviously Joe and I have had quite a lot of photos taken together now. Um, and. <laughs> I was joking actually with some members on our finance call this afternoon, uh, this morning, sorry, and, I, and someone had just joined the programme and I was like, so you've seen all the different haircuts Joe and I have had, yeah. <laughs> hair colours, um, and I, you know, that's one of those things really. Um, if you had blue hair or something, does that have to be a thing all the way through or what, do, how do you manage that? How do you make yeah. sure, what do you mean by consistency? Because I think like, do we need to wear the same colour clothes? No, by, I think by consistency, I mean, don't be showing a photo of you 10 years ago, like, time does not treat all of us very well, like, it's going to look odd if all of a sudden you pitch up in person or on Zoom or something, and you are 10, 15 years older than the picture that they've been seeing. But by what I mean by consistency is more the, um, the kind of the editing and the look and feel of the photo. So, my editing style is light and bright. It would jar then against somebody who's got a more dark, moody, edgy edit. So then when it's sitting on all of your, and it, and it would then kind of conflict with your actual branding as well. So you, you know, if you look at any of the big retailers, like their, their imagery is all the same. Take Cox and Cox, because I've just had their, their uh, brochure come through. What's in the images is very different. The products are different but the photographic style is the same. Like I know a Cox and Cox image without even seeing any sort of description or product in there um, because it has this consistent look and that's what you're going for. So even if you're working with different photographers, try and go for similar styles in, you know, in that editing because that's the aesthetic that will then tie in with your brand. Um, if you do change your hairstyle a lot, you probably are going to want to have um, shoots a little more often. Um, but that's just something you'll become known for. If every other month you have different colour of the rainbow, then actually that's part of your personal brand and that's what makes you interesting. So you kind of want to be showing that. But it doesn't matter if people are used to seeing your hair change every other month on, on lives or something. It's also then not going to be odd if some of your photos are blue and you turn out with pink so like oh you must have just got your hair done um so yeah, yeah you don't have to change it with every single uh like hair hair change but you know try and keep it fairly consistent i'm doing a shoot in january with a client who we've done all of her previous shoots as, as a blonde she's now gone brunette she's like i'm going to stay brunette so she, we're updating her photos because until she goes gray she's now going to be brunette Mm -hmm. okay cool so um consistency might be more about like um so you were talking about like the light and bright or like I'm thinking if I was having graffiti walls behind me that probably needs to be a consistent theme through other future photos yeah you wouldn't go from having photos with graffiti walls to photos in the ropes no because that, like, that would be 
sort of jar, like wouldn't be talking to the same ideal client. Okay, cool. Um, so how do you think about, so I can remember location being a thing actually, you and um, so um, people who know Joe and I will know that we don't live anywhere near each other and it's a bit of a mission. We usually meet up because we're going to a conference or something and um, uh, Joe's been over here, I've been to Joe's, but it can't happen very often because kids and life and travel. So when we were trying to organise a photo shoot recently, we were in Birmingham, I think, for an event and we were looking, we were talking to you. It didn't happen in the end. We were looking for like a location house to be in. We ended up having the photo shoot here at my house. We decided that was the easiest thing to do. And um, how do you decide where is the right place to take your photos? Um, Should you do them at home? Should they be in the office or do you need to go outside? What kind of things should you be thinking about? So it always starts with who you are trying to attract and what is it that your your ideal clients are going to align with, what are they going to be expecting. Um, you can have shoots at home. We absolutely did it um, at yours. A lot of UK houses don't have the light that is needed. You know, it's if you've done any sort of modern extensions and you or you've got bifold doors, it's usually easier. But UK houses are built to keep the warmth in and therefore we have small windows, thick walls um, and that's a lot. I mean, you can you can light obviously with lighting, um, but for my style, it is very light and bright. And so natural light is a biggie for me, um, which is why shoot houses are always um, a good shout. But also your house just might not be on brand. Um, I think about, you know, the first brand shoot I had and we were also taking photos for um, another part of our business, which is around cocktails. And I needed photos with my husband in a kitchen creating cocktails. Now at home, I mean, I love our kitchen. We've got a long galley kitchen. You can't take photos in that because you need a big island that you can have the photographer stood on the other side so that you're not just seeing the side of the face. So we hired a shoot house and these are basically houses that people live in and then they just hire out their stunning grand design style houses. Um, and you can get them for any sort of decor type. So you know, if your um, branding is all kind of pinks and peaches, but your house is decorated in, I don't know, oranges and greens, then probably your house is going to clash with your branding palette. Like you don't have to match it, but you need to complement it. So for me, finding locations is always, um, it always draws from who is your client and who are you trying to attract? How do you work with your clients? How do you want to be perceived? Um, And then that I'll go and look for locations. Um, And some of that will start inside. Sometimes we'll go outside. You know, if you're, um, you know, if you live rurally and nature is a big part of your life, then we're going to do some photos outside in nature. It wouldn't make sense for you to be trekking into London and doing it around Bank and St Paul's because it just wouldn't sit with who you are. So, yeah, location is a really big part of the shoot planning is. And I love that part of the planning the most, I think, because I get to be nosy in amazing shoot locations. I get to go and explore new areas. Um, and I'm always on the lookout whenever I'm in, um, particularly when I'm in London, just wandering around going, oh, that's a like that'll be a good location for a shoot. And I am a bit of a geek in that I've got a spreadsheet that's organized by color as a tab. And I save places behind. So if somebody comes to me and says, I've got teal in my brand, I know where those walls and doors and cafes are that have that colour palette. Well, I love that. I love (laughs) that. Um, So location houses, realistically, 
is I'm just thinking about budget for people who are thinking about because like photography is a it's a cost an investment in your business it's something that is going to work for you for a long time to come and but I'm also conscious that people might be thinking you know I can't invest a lot in this right now is that going to whack up the cost like realistically what were we looking to spend if you were thinking about location they're around about the 150 pound an hour mark for a shoot house um and some some of the shoot houses have a couple of hours minimum booking some of them have a half day booking some of them have a minimum of a full day um there's agencies that you go through i tend to use one called um styled home studios because it's was set up by a photographer and an interior designer so i know that the houses are always going to be on point from a design and photography perspective mm. um, but also a lot of photographers will run mini shoots so they'll hire a house for the whole day and then you're only paying a proportion of that cost for the length of your shoot so there are creative ways round of doing it of being able to get the location um, because it is such an important part um, you know, it's setting the scene of who you are in the business yeah and you know in terms of positioning yourself and thinking you know we talk about uh, charging our worth and adding value and how we can support clients we need them to see that we are serious about our businesses as well and this is something if you get it wrong it really lets you down yeah yeah um, so looking at some of those like even sort of aspirational locations so when i've worked with clients you know for instance luxury wedding planners you know, we will go and do their shoot in the Ritz or the Langham or, you know, a, a luxury hotel. Now, they might not be there every week, but it's where they meet their clients and therefore it's where they need to be showing to be seen. Um, it wouldn't make sense to go and do it in Costa for them. No, no, absolutely. Um, okay, so when you're thinking about the kind of photos that you want to take, and you're thinking, I need to use this for my LinkedIn bio, probably stuff like my social media posts and mm -hmm. banners and on websites and LinkedIn and all of those places. And um, do you usually, how can people approach this? Like where, how can they do their research to think ahead about what kind of photos they want to have so they can get the most out of the photographer when they're with them? So I would go through all of your kind of marketing assets and platforms and, and list them out and go, but also look at what you're planning on doing for the next 12 months. So are you thinking of bringing out a podcast? Are you going to be writing a book? Are you going to be going for PR? And your photographer will pick these out of you as well. Like I send a very detailed questionnaire to my clients for like, what are you doing in the next three, six, nine, 12 months? Because having worked now with, over 200 business owners, I will think naturally of other things that they might need photos of based on what their marketing goals are for the year. Um, so think beyond your website and go, right, well, what are my plans? Am I gonna be um, you know, exhibiting at conferences? Am I having a stand? Am I gonna have one of those really tall banners and therefore I need to get something printed for that? Um, and your brand photographer will then be able to help shape that shoot to make sure that you've got the images that that hit all of those points yeah I'm just thinking ahead you know we ended up the photo on the front of our book is one that Amanda took and uh, but we didn't ever expect that to happen anyone who knows no we would have had a chat and then you're like oh look, the photo's on the front um 
so and and that's something that we hadn't thought about um but i remember when we had our podcast you didn't take our podcast cover photo but when we had that photo taken we were like we need a photo specifically for a podcast and yeah. we had to think about what it is and then we were looking at podcast front covers and we were like what kind of thing would it be and also like a lot of the photos joe and i have um and you've helped us with this amanda like the one that you've just seen on the front cover of the book we have we like to have space above us yeah. because we want to put words in that and uh, and it's knowing that and I think this is like a journey that you go on to realize like how do I actually use these images when I was running the bookkeeping practice I always wanted to have like space to put text at yeah. the side because I have these kind of long photos on the website and it was quite good to put buttons or text or something mm -hmm. over and then it's you need to have that conversation so yeah. we all like as much as your photographer is going to help get this out of you you need to think about it as well and yeah. that's where researching and looking at other people's social media and websites is going to inspire you and give you ideas that you wouldn't have thought of before yeah and create a pinterest board um or you know just save images wherever where if you see something and go oh, i really like that style of photo or i'd quite like something that because not only will that help kind of you create almost like a, a shoot guide or a shot list, you'll start seeing a trend in the type of photographer that then you need to work with. Because if you're always sharing really light and airy, almost like fine art imagery, then you're going to want to look for a photographer that shoots like that. You know, if you're going for something that's, you know, if you're always saving images that have got a really kind of warm, kind of almost sepia orangey kind of tone to it, then look for a photographer who edits their photos like that. So it'll help you narrow down the thousands and thousands of photographers there are that are out there to find one that will create the style of imagery that you want. Mm. Oh yeah, because I think it's really easy to just do a Google search photographer near me and see what yeah. comes up and then have a look at their prices or something and not really be driven by, well, what does what do their photos actually mm. look like? What What kind of result am I looking for? Yeah, because yeah, all you'll get is the photographers that are really good at SEO <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on page one. Like, so have mm. a look on social media, have a look on Pinterest, have a look at other businesses that you know, like who are your clients using? Like mm. what do their photos look like? You can look outside your industry and say, well, do you know what, actually, there's a business coach that I work with and I really like their style of imagery. And you'll go a little bit down a sort of rabbit warren of you know, all I like that, and then you're kind of clicking through. But, you know, it's a good way to kind of start finding out what it is that you like in imagery and what it is that you need. And as you're doing that searching, you'll go, oh, I've not thought about doing a book. Maybe I am going to write a book. Okay, I'm going to need an author profile picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the things that go with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. One of the things as well, you know, when we were just talking about searching, Google, Googling photographers, often you'll just find studios, like studio, mm -hmm. studio, studio. And I think, you know, when you were saying about like traditional LinkedIn profile photos, um, I think I probably thought, oh, I don't want, which was probably why I went and found a graffiti wall. I don't want to have something against like a gray background like you might yeah. have in a school photo. My children recently had their school photos done and they had two, and I was like, why have I got two sets of photos? One of them had a, you know, like the gray background you get. The other one was taken outside with like trees and a fence behind them. And of course, like I want, I wanted the tree one yeah. um, because it, they just look like little kids outside doing their thing. Yeah. And, um, and I suppose it's about what is going to appeal to you. And that's why we need to think about what appeals to our clients in terms of yeah. where to position ourselves. 
it's always going to come down to who those clients are and who do you want to attract and equally who do you want to repel yeah you asked us lots of questions about our values and what uh, we need people to kind of know about us or how we want people to feel when they see our photography because I guess you did you know you didn't know us and you needed to know what kind of people we were and how we support bookkeepers and that was I mean I think we know but like we've decided we know what our core values are and we that's part of what we do and you just you know you are who you are but you don't always express it in a way to describe to somebody who doesn't know you um that was yeah I give my I give my clients homework like I I'm called branding stories because I need to know and I want to show your your branding story and who you are and so you know if you're if you want to come across as you know very serious and kind of you know have a bit of a sort of corporate feel about your business that's very different to if you're saying to me I want to come across as really warm and fun and you're going to look professional throughout that's a given because you're having a professional shoot and I'm all you know you're an expert in your field but that kind of you know wearing a suit arms crossed power pose versus you know, sitting next to each other, having a laugh while you're doing a podcast are two very different images. And I wouldn't know how, you know, which one you guys would have wanted if I'd have not, well, I mean, I'd seen, like, I'd seen you on social media, but if you were completely brand new to me, I need to know how you want to be perceived. It's not for me to decide who you want to be, how you want to be shown. Yeah, that's a good point. There is a photo of us sort of doing this and, uh, that's not really what we like. No. <laughs> so uh, no, it's it's really interesting, and I think that we probably went through Pinterest, and we were like, oh yeah, that works, that works. And also, I mentioned to you before we started the podcast that Joe and I, you know, right at the beginning when we started the business, didn't know each other. So having mm -hmm. a photo shoot together was the weirdest thing. And if you work oh, with somebody yeah. in your business and you need photos with your team, you might feel this too. It's a bit, it's a bit awkward. Like you're, you know, I I remember taking my uh, my team when I had the bookkeeping practice and everyone getting ready and us talking about like what we're going to wear so we don't clash and uh, we went to the hairdressers and got our hair done and um, it's a really strange it's strange enough having wedding photos with your husband let alone having mm. photos with a group of people or your business partner that you don't really know without looking like it's or a like couple you, a yeah. couple of yeah um, <laughs> you don't want it to look like you are you know a romantic partnership you want it to look like you're a business partnership but there's also an element of like you have to stand close to each other because the camera sort of exaggerates gaps so it is then getting over that um weirdness of being like well I'm stood really close to you but make but your photographer will make sure that you don't look like you know you're on a date <laughs> definitely um okay so we need to think about our clients so we can understand what they're looking for um yeah. and then we need to think about how we put photos how we have photos taken that can show those particular values to our clients what's the like what are the best que when you're asking your clients about themselves so you can understand yeah. what kind of questions do you ask because I feel like this might help people who are watching this now to ask themselves the questions about like what are my values and what do I need people to see about me so the first one I ask um I think on the form is what three words describe your brand it's really hard to condense it down to three words so it gets you really kind of laser focused um how do you work with your clients how do you want to be perceived 
Um, how do your clients feel when they work with you? Um, how, um, I said, how do you work with your clients? Um, actually just write out what are your values? For example, are your values family, travel and fun? Because that is going to need to come into your branding. If your values are about, you know, nature, then we're going to be, you know, and being out in nature and, and being, you know, environmentally friendly, and that's a real big part of your values, then we need to bring that into your shoot and have you out in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a th- it's thinking about who you are as a person, like really kind of at your core, what are the things that you are known for or what are the things that you look for in other people? Mm. Oh, this is good because on uh, Tuesday night, we were talking about uh, what do you want to get known for? What's your expertise? Yes. And I think everyone can go back to this. Like, what are the things yeah. that, that those values? We're talking about it tonight as well when we're doing this content planning session at eight o'clock. Don't forget to show up live for that if you're watching. <laughs> um, because then you, that is part of this. That's part of that work that you need to do before you start working with a photographer. Yeah. Amazing. Because otherwise, you just end up with a lot of vanilla images. You'll get some very lovely, beautiful photos of you, but they'll be really vanilla. They won't show who you are. And so when somebody has gone onto Google and they've put bookkeepers near me or accountants near me, you're going to blend in with everybody else. Whereas if you've thought about all of this and it goes into your copy and your design, into your social media captions and what content you're putting out there and then the photos all tie around it, someone's going to look at that and read it and go, this person gets me. I know I'm going to be in safe hands there. I want to put my business in their hands because I know that they are like me. They believe and value the same things as me. And it means then you'll only get to work with the people that are on your wavelength and you'll have a whole book of perfectly amazing clients. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Amanda. You have, uh, I know that you've got something that I was going to share for you. Um, I'm just wondering how people can find out more about you and and what you do. So I'm on akpbrandingstories.co.uk or akpbrandingstories on social media. Um, This link is a brand photography starter pack. So there are five stock images in there for you to use on your social media. Um, there's a checklist on how to plan a shoot and where to use your photos. Oh, that's so good. I think that's exactly what we need. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to the audio, we'll put this in the show notes for you so you can download it. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for having a chat with us today. It was really interesting to see the like practical, how do we put everything we've been talking about this week into something that we can actually see and we can share with our clients. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and for everybody listening. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, everyone. We will see you later on eight o'clock live in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. See you then. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.